0: it's not another buffalo podcast the bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal with john
1: that guy who dropped the ball Is the reason the Kardashians are famous, because...
2: Yeah, no, that's Mike Vrabel, a Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner, dude. You know, he'll steam over some of the
0: shittiest carpets you've ever seen. And Brando. Talking bills with your family could be like talking politics. Sometimes if Jermaine Edmonds' contract comes into discussion. On Buffalo Rumblings.
1: All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with my buddies, Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at Buff Podcast. We're part of the Buffalo Rumblings network of podcasts. Happy to be here with you guys. Heading into the Pro Bowl this weekend. Not much going on besides the Pebble Beach Pro-Am.
0: Yeah, I will be watching that. The Celebrity Pro-Am maybe. They take the week off this week. A lot of the PGA Tour pros because they, they go up next weekend. And then Live Golf comes back next weekend. But um, I want to see it doesn't say here on uh, Aaron Rodgers... Larry Fitzgerald, Eric Church, Darius Rucker, <laughs> Who Bill <did>? Murray, <laughs> Jason Bateman. Nice Michael Bluth. Oh man, all these guys are doing it. So it's a day for the stars of golf. But if you think about it, the NHL is in their all-star weekend also. Pro yep. Bowl's on. We are down to the NBA, right? So and it's the middle of the season NBA. It's like the stars want to average their numbers and playoff spots aren't really on the line yet. So we're kind of in a lull.
1: Absolutely, yeah. No, no more Sabres games. Wednesday night's game was kind of a dud. Uh, we're actually recording this episode on Thursday, if you can believe it. We usually record yeah. Wednesdays so I have uh, time to
0: edit it. But uh, actually, super fun. This one that might that be a little
1: rougher on the edges.
0: Rush um, <laughs> rushing through it. I was supposed to go to the Sabres game. That's why we moved the show. Um I didn't I didn't go. I didn't feel good at all last night. I got home from practice late and it was like I think the game was at 7 30 and, and it was like seven o'clock and it was like I was wiped and I'm like, we just went to bed, which stinks because we probably could have done the show and I didn't even <laughs> think about it because I went right to bed. But it's all right. I was sitting there, I'm like, I hope it's not a good game. I hope it's not a good game. I hope it's not a good game. And then they go down one nothing, two nothing, three nothing, three one. Four one five one, and I was like, "Okay, I'm glad yeah. I didn't go."
1: Yeah, it was a little rough. You yeah. didn't miss much, but so anyway, Bills made a new hire.
0: Yes, they did. Uh, they made a change as the safeties coach, and they have hired Joe Dana coming over from the Houston Texans um, with 15 years of coaching experience. He, they uh, po- posted all of this at BuffaloBills.com, and he's coming from Houston, and then he's from uh, culture of winning over there. Jacksonville after that and also a cultural would, winning over there wait, I got even better. It's going to get even better. <coughs> and then coach the DB's coach for the Jets and Atlanta oh, yeah. Falcons. Um,
1: so he's got that winning pedigree is what you're saying. Yes. He yes. seems to win
2: wherever he goes.
0: <laughs> the, the thing here says that he has coached Jalen Ramsey, AJ Bowie, DJ Hayden and Darrell Revis even, um, but this is interesting over or under the Texans defense 15th over or under for a Houston passing defense where do they rank in the league
2: I would hope that they were better than
1: 15th John I would hope that they were better I mean logic would say no they were probably in the bottom half of the league but Maybe, just maybe, they were always losing so bad that the other team just wanted to run the ball against them and run out the clock, so they didn't rack up a bunch of passing
0: yards. Here's your tip. They were tied with the New York Jets for the fewest passing touchdowns allowed in the regular season with 15 against.
1: Did they have one of the worst rushing defenses?
0: I don't have that information. (laughs) I
1: mean, Lovey Smith's a defensive coach.
0: Yeah, so the Texans defense allowed the 10th fewest passing yards per game. It comes in at 209 and tied the Jets for the fewest passing touchdowns allowed.
1: Wow, all right.
0: And the Bills, it says here, uh, averaged six yards per pass attempt, which came in fifth in the NFL, and they were ninth in the fewest passing touchdowns to opponents with 21 against their secondary with the injuries that we know that they had.
1: Yeah, pre-injuries, the Bills were like always first in that category, like every single year. Very few passing touchdowns given up, you know, with Poyer and Hyde both in there. But who knows how that's gonna look next year. You know, you're probably gonna have a bunch of young guys. They probably want somebody really, really experienced with developing young guys. Um, I don't know this guy's resume that well, but if he's been in the league that long, he's probably developed a lot of young players. Um, so you're probably looking at drafting a safety two at this point, if not for depth, who knows what the starting two is going to be. Hopefully Mike is going to be back to hundred uh, percent at least. And then chances are Jordan Poyer's in Miami, unfortunately, but
0: this is interesting because the guy before him, Jim Salgado. So he replaced Bobby Babbage, Jim Salgado replaced Babbage who was here from 17 to 21. Jim got one year. Right, led a pretty good. Oh, I didn't even realize
1: that because Bob Babbage's son coaches the linebackers.
0: Yes, I also right? coached his kid in second grade basketball.
1: Yeah, nice. Bobby Bad. B- <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, um, <laughs> funny story. But exotic dancer? No, YMCA second grade basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but they obviously didn't like the job that he did. Somebody had to fall on the sword, right, for the defensive <laughs> actions.
1: I don't know if it's satisfying to have your uh, your safeties coach fall on the sword. Not that we would want anybody to fall on the sword, but I mean, how are you guys feeling about the coordinators, you know, like a week and a half removed now? Has it has it changed at all for you guys or you guys still feel the same way you did after after the game?
2: Well, I'm trying to look up here who is the oldest defensive coordinator in the NFL.
0: <laughs> if it makes you feel better, Vic Fangio is 64 years old and is only 63 years old, so it's not Leslie Frazier. It's Bill Belichick. He's a, he's probably the oldest well, defensive. Well, I, mean, I he's Sean not a
2: defensive coordinator, P though.
0: Carole, is Pete Carroll defense or offense? He's a head
2: coach. We're talking, like, coordinator. I remember there were some old guys, like LeBeau, Dom Capers. I don't know. It's just, uh, I mean, we'll see. There'll be different personnel, so I guess, you know, we'll know for sure. It's hard. It's hard. And there's a lot of, as much as I want to hate on Leslie Frazier and say that, you know, we invested all these resources in... Defensive lineman and you know, the whole modus operandi was to be able to just have four guys go and not have to bring that extra linebacker safety. You know, maybe it is a personnel issue. Hopefully it's a personnel issue. Like I I pray it's a personnel issue. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe <laughs> I hope. I pray. That's where we're at, right? <laughs> uh I don't know. We I, I thought about this today. And Bruce Nolan from Buffalo Rumblings had a nice tweet. I don't know if you saw this about like who you're replacing him with, but not even that is that he's the assistant to the head coach, and keeping him.
1: <laughs> I think he's the uh, the assistant, assistant head, coach. head I think, coach. I think we're <laughs> having an office Let me look it yeah. up exactly so I know.
0: Exactly. <laughs> he's I, he's, I think he's assistant definitely assistant
2: head coach. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Interesting. So the <laughs> assistant good. head coach, but. He's his right-hand man, right? That's what he says. He isn't just the DC assistant head coach, McDermott's right-hand man. It's more than just defensive structure and play calling that you would be replacing if you had to do that. And I always like they say that on WGR, you can fire him, but who are you going to get instead to lead this defensive-minded head coach's football team? He knows what he wants, done. And Leslie Frazier's the guy to do it. So I saw these stats from Aaron Quinn. He did this on Twitter. It was super interesting. That's where I had the ages. And it talks a lot about their DVOAs as DCs and head coaches. So Vic Mangio, 22 years. He has been a defensive coordinator or a head coach in the NFL. Guess how many top 10 defenses that he has had out of 22? 10. Less. Five. Seven. More. Six. (laughs) Guess how many... Bottom 10 defenses is he's had 10, 15, nine. Okay. <laughs> his, his average for his career per season. When you average them all up is 17th. So an Leslie, extremely
1: average defense, slightly below yes. average.
0: Leslie Frazier has six top 10 defenses out of 14 years, but he only has one bottom 10 defense. In his career. So the floor is obviously higher and the ceiling is also obviously higher, higher as well. It's forty two percent compared to twenty seven percent. So he's just a better coach. So right? he's living it's,
1: on the apartment above Vic Fangio is what you're yes.
0: saying. His average D V O they DVO A for fourteen seasons, though, is twelfth, which is just, you know, just outside the top ten. But you're looking at some bad Vikings teams, right? Bad right. quarterbacks on those Vikings teams makes you think what is going to happen here because I like the way this team has shaped into form as an offensive powerhouse with the defensive minds at the helm, but something's obviously not right.
2: Well, also I feel like that's kind of a a slippery slope of an argument to say, because that's something someone in an abusive relationship would tell someone when they didn't want them to leave. Like, (laughs) go ahead. Are you going to find someone better than me? You know what I mean? I'm not saying, like we said, we're all on team Leslie here. I just feel like that's not the right, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, That's but it. It, it's the NFL, you know, I'm not dating this guy. I get what you're saying, but it's like somebody's going to have to do his job. It's not like you can be single, right? Like he has to be replaced. <laughs> right? he, he doesn't get to be single. <laughs> you can't. Just roll as no
1: defensive coordinator. We're, we're, we're taking back our independence as a football team.
0: The we're just saying
2: that, the Patriots, though. the Patriots fucking cut ties with Bill Parcells after he took him to a Super Bowl two years prior. Well, like, the
0: whole thing, Dan Quinn, it's it's not unprecedented to be kicked out two years after. I mean, look at the Doug Peterson, yeah, Ron Rivera, Doug Peterson, all of these guys. I mean, they the, the, made Super the Eagles Bowls.
2: recovered pretty well. So I mean, I don't well, know.
0: Nick Sariani, Western New York native, carrying the helm up there. But it's it's like somebody's got to be there, and 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 your rebuttal to that is you cut Frazier, and McDermott calls the place. Which we saw him do that maybe two times in his career, take the plays over from Fraser because he's pissed. And it went well. And it went well. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it did. It did.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll see how that goes this season.
0: Would you want? What would you do? Would you? Would you prefer McDermott to call the plays? Sorry, I I think this is interesting. I was thinking about this in the car the other day. Like, do you want to have McDermott call the defensive plays? I don't know.
1: I I just I don't know enough about what goes on. Yes, we have seen it be successful, but that's just because they needed to change a pace at that time. They were in a rut. Um, but who knows? I mean, if they go back and watch the tape of this playoff game and McDermott doesn't like what Frazier was calling or his you know, his patterns, and obviously, you know, you don't have Poyer and Hyde back there disguising stuff as well as they always do. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell. I, I have faith that they'll make the right decision, though, at least. Or at least hope. You try. We hope, right? That's what all do, we do, do as Bills fans. Right.
2: Hopefully it's a personnel issue, but like Sean McDermott says, the most important scouting is self-scouting, so I'm sure they'll, they'll do some
1: some soul searching, watching some tape. Yeah. Fao-shao. Like we hoped they would have after 13 seconds, but... Uh...
0: <laughs> I, felt like I just I think didn't... at some point, like you got to take accountability and nut up. And you're like, there's no excuses if you're the head coach calling the play.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, I got a quick topic for us. If we got time before Brando's bets, which it looks like we do. So my dad sent me this text and I thought it was pretty funny. He said, I'm in Ohio this week for work. I'm at the go-to bar and grill for dinner and seeing Brady retires going across the screen. Does DraftKings have a prop bet on how many days before he's not? (laughs) And I was like, Tom, you know, I, I laugh, but seriously though, what are the chances that Brady's actually retired for real? Like what do you, what I do you put? I think
0: it it's 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 a hundred percent.
1: Okay, let me phrase it differently for you then, Brandon. What odds would someone have to offer you for you to place a bet that he comes back and plays at least one snap next year? Or or ends up somewhere in training camp and even just tries to ends up the go? somewhere
0: in training camp? Well, you gotta remember he's gonna make forty million dollars a year next year.
1: Well, and broadcasting like, or or yeah,
0: with yeah. yeah, broadcasting.
1: But that's so, always there for him, too. Like the the way that deal is written out, he can join them any year he wants to as yeah. as, as soon as he retires. So,
0: but <laughs> I don't think he's going to turn that down, especially with Tony Romo fading, right? And you got he, tur- he turned it the down team. this year. Yeah. Also, Tony Romo. on what? CBS. Guess what? Guess so what? It cost his, him. Not only did it cost him. Tom Brady. 20...
1: Tom Brady. Tom Brady would be taking over Greg Olson's spot on Fox. Not why, on.
0: Why not is Tony Romo
2: fading? What's what do you have
1: against
0: Tony? No, no, I, I don't have anything. I just I don't really listen to him, but I've been watching Twitter, and Twitter's ripping him up.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, it's uh, the funniest thing I saw. on Tony Romo was a graph of Bitcoin, and somebody had renamed it the popularity, the rise and fall of Tony Romo. <laughs> like, because Tony Romo was always this like amazing predictive commentator, and now the prodigy. Now, now he's just like, he's just got these things that he does that and he's not as like his
0: predictions don't come true as often. He's like,
1: uh, Jim, yeah, Jim, (laughs) you know, he's always talking like that. He's always got something to this.
0: (laughs) I don't dislike him, but I read an article on it today and they said that because the guys that he was play calling for or game planning for when he got to the play call, it just was able to come easier for him. And these players aren't in the league anymore. They're different coaches, they're different players, the personnel and everything's different than what he was studying for. So the game might have already passed him. It's only been six years, but also I read that CBS had like an intervention with him last year and tried to teach him how to prepare for games as an analyst instead of as a quarterback. Also, really they, think ruined about him. That. they ruined him <laughs> so yeah i mean they said it looks like there's no is, improvement. This,
1: the, is this the david cully to josh allen thing going on here like i guess i don't so. know what's what's a better metaphor for that ruined by know. coach who was what what oh, player ruined was by ruined by, by coach oh car showed
0: it Was car Carr? The, no, the no david Carr. david Carr. David he was sacked Carr. like he was shell shock they call it they sacked him 57 yeah. times or something in his rookie year but I don't know. I just think it's so funny. I don't think he's coming back. He's got forty million on the table. He he what he made twenty-five million dollars this year instead of forty playing football yeah. on an eight-win football team and got a divorce over it. His marriage was worth eight wins. Yeah. That's it. That's what it was worth to him. And Tom's got kids, man. Come on. He's got three kids that he doesn't even live with. They, they live in the same state now, finally, but he's got a baby mama that has another kid that Giselle is taking care of while he's even playing football. Wait, Tom, so Tom has a baby moms. He has two kids from Giselle and one from this other woman from when he was in new England. Like it was like, he's, he might be, he's the oldest of the children he was the one that was golfing with him. Wasn't he? I don't know. I don't know. It's from man in the arena. They talk about it a lot on that one. Um, yeah, going, this guy will never his... get
1: me to watch Man in Arena in the it's
0: arena. It's good. It's very you'll good. You'll never what, get me to what watch is it. it. I won't. It's a documentary on Tom Brady on ESPN Plus. It's a very, very uh, good. Oh, barf! It's, it's like, like a ten six-parter. parts because the guy's a f***ing <laughs> bag. But uh, the, I mean, here's, yeah. I mean, here's he the left other angle f- to it.
1: You know, you're, you're right about the whole divorce thing too. Because before 29 million, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at, first of all, but. He's also has a combined income where his wife makes more than he does. And now now he's a, he's a single dad. Got to bring in that extra income. You know, he's probably does he though probably, probably got to pay he? child support, got to pay for does dates. He? but do you think he has to pay does child he need support extra
2: income? Does Tom Brady need extra
1: income? <laughs> I'm just kidding around. No, he's probably set for life. But
2: I, I hope for his family's sake that he stays retired, though, because I feel like there's only so much that. I don't know. I'm, I'm sitting here with no, like, family of my own other than my parents and my sister, God bless. But like, I just feel like there's only so much that you know what I mean. It, it, he'll never get those years back. Like, not to sound like you know, whatever someone it's on intervention, so Doctor Bill. These,
0: these but, like, kids are never gonna be kids again. Like, you got. I, if I were Tom, I
2: could, I could definitely understand. I mean, what else does he have to prove? Really? I mean, he played as many years as what's his face, Nolan Ryan. Like, yeah. So,
0: I don't know. I just I don't know how I could be an analyst after playing for twenty three years. Like Bill Walsh, I read this, Bill Walsh and Joe Montana all flamed out as yep. producers or as analysts. Or
1: commentators, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Um safe to say, I will be getting full use of my mute button whenever I have to watch an NFL game on Fox where he's the commentator. Do you think he'll be good? No, I, I, don't, I don't think, think he he'll will be. be. Good. I think, I think be very Manning, condescending. I I think Peyton Manning would have made a great commentator, but well, he, he's does. Got, he does. He He's got other things going on. You know, the he's Manning got his own freaking amazing. broadcast. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: yeah. you know, which is crazy. That's funny thinking about it like that. Not only does Peyton Manning the only really other quarterback that you could argue is better or than Brady is Manning, but He's going to be a better broadcaster too. Like, it's just the Super Bowl rings is the Trump card. As Bulldog on the radio called to say, he's like, it's the flying move off the top rope in a wrestling match to end all arguments about him. Seven Super Bowls.
1: He's got one more ring than any other franchise. He's got more rings himself than any NFL franchise. That's crazy. Dude, one six with, you know, New England, and that's how many New England has, and one with Tampa Bay. Just I mean, to one up him. That's just, that's just, that's nuts. I hate it. Anyway, back to being Bills fans. But Breno, do you got some uh you got a bet for us real quick? Um, yes, just on the NBA this weekend, just it's to on uh, the NBA. Give, those, give those degenerates something to uh put into DraftKings.
0: Yes, NBA betting is fun, all right. I like NBA betting. The parodies less, good teams win more. You know, it's not as lucky. Averages, we like betting basketball. So I got three for Friday night, the night the day this show comes out. I got Boston Celtics over Phoenix Suns. I got Sixers over Spurs and I got Raptors over Rockets. So I'm going to parlay that coming in at plus 114. So plus money for three big time favorites on Friday night. And that's Brando's bet of the week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Can't even say that, seriously. But yeah, uh, check it out. Make some extra money. Hopefully, it's not financial advice, but if we win, yep sweet exactly all
1: right that's gonna do it for this one thanks for joining us for just a little shorty here uh we'll have more next week with the Super Bowl coming up we'll make some game picks we'll have some much better I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not trying to talk down to the bets we have today but we'll some Super Bowl bets will be a little bit more you. exciting I feel like I mean I am I wrong
0: I, <laughs> I I I like winning bets I don't care how entertaining they are they're entertaining to me if they win sure
1: all right, you guys know where to find us on Twitter, at Buff Podcast, And, uh, yeah, we'll be back next Wednesday taking a look ahead to the Super Bowl and uh, other stuff. So, uh, yeah, until next time, Go Bills. Go, go Bills.